0: This is He Said, Ella Dijo, with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. All
3: right, here we are, Cinco de Mayo.
4: Hola, todo el mundo. ¿Cómo so están? good accent. Sí, you did. Say it. Cinco.
3: Cinco de Mayo. Oh,
4: te Mis patos
3: en el cámara.
4: Muévete para acá.
1: Well, well you, you can me,
3: me. I can't do it I can't move. We're in the middle of again, you I know, this is closet know. podcasting. Closet um, podcast. It's where we get the best sound, we can escape from the kids, but it's constantly a battle of can you see my wardrobe or my shoes Can you see my hat today?
4: My... Look, guys, I'm wearing a hat that says what? Say it without an accent.
3: Without an accent? Yeah, say it like a like no. a true Puerto Rico.
4: Puerto Rico. Yeah, no, that was with an accent. Yeah, that was an accent. Dice Puerto Rico. Puerto,
3: that was with an accent. You said say it without an
4: accent. Ah, no, but don't say Puerto, say Puerto. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Hola, mi gente. I hope everybody's good. So uh, I just
3: saw a funny thing that I had sent to my boy Mario Lopez. And, he, and I, he already had posted it funny enough. But I was like, it's Cinco de Mayo. Somebody sent this this little meme to me. And it says, imagine a world where Cinco de Mayo falls on Taco Tuesday only to be ruined by a virus named after a Mexican beer. <laughs> Corona.
4: corona. How does that happen? Oh, How
3: do you get no. Taco Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo, and nobody can celebrate together because yeah. we're in quarantine and everybody's scared to drink a Corona because they think it's affiliated or associated with
4: the virus? That's ridiculous. Nobody thinks that. People, a lot of people think that. That's crazy. I don't think that. We're I would, I would ta- love a Corona right we're now. We're having. Ta- you're gonna have cor- no, you can have a Corona. No, you can't because you're on the medication, guys. I you would would know love what happened. So two things: we're having Taco Tuesday tonight because the kids requested salmon tacos, so we're gonna do that. And number two, you can't drink any Coronas because you're under no, you're under medication. No, tell them why.
3: No, no, I had a little, I had a small little back procedure last week, that's why we took the week off. Um, Small procedure. I wasn't a small procedure. I'm off the pain meds. I don't like to deal with pain meds; they mess you up. So I'm off pain meds, so I can officially have a beer. Um, I guess the only thing that changed last week is uh, Sabella had her substitute home teacher which was kind of a a show but only because I had to set everything up I mean I had to set up the entire schedule even as I was going to the doctor I was getting texted by the substitute teacher about how do you do X, Y, or Z as soon as I'm done with my procedure I'm being asked Why doesn't this work? What do I have to do? So it was kind of a shit show, but you got through it.
4: Let me tell you something, guys. Um, When Eric is doing the homeschooling, um, Sabella, it's 4.30 in the afternoon, and she's still dealing with homeschooling. When Rosa Sanchez was the teacher, by 2, she was done. I was very excited. We did everything. Let me finish. Let me finish. I was very excited. There was no math involved. For whatever reason, that day, she didn't get any math because I was petrified about having to deal with math. But you know what? We did a project. We did photography. We did PE. She was we did done rating, by two. First science. of all, it was one
3: of the easiest days of homeschooling. It was awesome on the schedule, which fantastic. was why we were so lucky. I printed everything out in advance. Gave her a complete tutorial on how to navigate the sites, the zooms, everything.
4: Thank you. That's why we were done gracias, quick. Señor, gracias. But
3: that the gracias. first thank you I've heard in an entire week. Oh, wow. So, everybody's a part of that thing. Eric
4: has been a little touchy um, lately because he's had so surgery, he's under medication. And I'm he not. He doesn't under think medication. I'm very compassionate. Zero. So,
3: <laughs> like, that's one of her, uh, well, yeah, I think that's one of our, I saw one of our fan questions.
4: Okay. What now, are your thoughts on Los Angeles starting to mm-hmm. reopen businesses?
3: Look, I, I think our governor's been pretty spectacular with taking a lot of precautions. So, I'm following the lead. You know, as long as people are following all the orders, doing what they're supposed to be doing. I, I'm, I'm trusting in the decisions that they're going to make. I mean, we, we're going to have to listen and trust someone. We can't eventually just sit here and live in a panic bubble. However, if they, if the governor deems it's safe to open little by little with a ton of restrictions, then I think I, it's okay. I, I don't
4: think he deems it completely. Uh, I don't think he he feels that we're truly ready, but I think the pressure um, from the government and pressure from a lot of people saying, we need the to start reopening the, this country and the city I think it's getting getting to him. I don't think anybody truly believes that we're ready to reopen like everything is back to normal. I I think a lot of
3: people truly believe that.
4: Well, they're out of their freaking minds. Yesterday was the deadliest day when it comes to deaths because of coronavirus. Here's the
3: thing. Rosalind lives on, um, what do you call it? Defcon 5, 6, 7, 10. She's constantly on a heightened state of paranoia. Because what's happening is intense, guys. What's happening is crazy. I'm more chill and... Listen. Yeah, I, it's take, under volume and normal, I take and all the precautions necessary, but I'm not going to live in fear. Always. I
4: want out as much as everybody wants out because this has been a little brutal, especially for people that we're used to working and being active. So this has been a really, really mm-hmm. interesting experience. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I don't know that we're fully ready. And you know, if we, if we don't take the all the precautions necessary, and unfortunately, half of society won't do it. Because people that's people don't like being told what to do. So you watch. We're gonna go back to having a second phase of this, starting all over again. I hope I'm wrong. Hey,
3: Doctor Sanchez, doctora. So people,
4: please, even though we're gonna open little by little, it's gonna be four different stages of reopening. Let's just be mindful and be respectful and use your mask and use your gloves and sanitize and just stay away. I just want to. Can we just not
3: talk? Okay. Always, she always wants. Like this is how we wake up every day
4: going with COVID. Okay, so this is going to be a fun episode, guys, because we took a lot of questions from you guys. We said, ask anything. And you guys are asking about everything. So, so let's the whole podcast start.
3: is dedicated to listener questions from Instagram. So thank you. Thank you for all the Instagram love, by the way. We have an insane social media presence. Our pages is, is jumping. It's awesome. Continue to tell your friends, or if you're following us, continue to listen to the podcast. We love um, getting reports back of our listeners growing. We love seeing all our listeners spread the words to friends.
4: And the reviews are so positive, and it makes us want to cry. It's so beautiful. Thank you, thank you guys. Cry?
3: That's so emotional. I makes guess, us very happy. It makes, it makes me, makes me very, very happy.
4: You know, because we are sticking our necks That's out. A and, dramatic. Uh, it's not dramatic. We talk about our lives, and it's very, very personal stuff, and we're very private, and we're just opening up and. And and the fact that people laugh and people relate and people love it, it means a lot. So really we just encourage
3: you: tell a friend, spread the word, continue to follow on Instagram. We love being as active as uh, as we can with you guys. So, so the thank you.
4: First question, gracias. First question: <clears throat> during this quarantine, what is saving your relationship? Oh shit! Well,
3: we should... <laughs> well it was a bad day to ask that question because <laughs> day. we had a we actually have had a pretty uh, smooth quarantine, yeah. I would say, until maybe last week, maybe a couple of days ago, a bit of an, uh, an eruption, a little bit of a nice argument uh, took place, and it's been carrying over for a I, few days. He's
4: on their medi- he was on their medication. Uh, no, no. So stop using that it, excuse. I don't take it There's seriously. no
3: excuse. Well, this stop is the deal, the guys.
4: I, I realize I'm not a good nurse.
3: She's um, not, not a very compassionate person when it comes to... Everybody oh, else, everybody that. else, super compassionate for people in need, super compassionate. Our daughter just walked into the closet as we're to trying one? to record say a hi. podcast.
4: Book is in Spanish.
3: Okay, we'll pick oh, a different you, book. You this a... is what it's like to homeschool while Ven you're acá. podcasting. Acá, Choose a different book. See,
4: look, this acá. book is written in Spanish. It's okay. You All were right. reading a book in Spanish. Uh, hace dos días, y estaba feliz que estaba leyendo en español, así Let's que leen en, en español. No, I
3: Okay, well, let's go to a book that's in English. We're in the middle hola? of a podcast right now. There Viola. you go,
4: sweetie. Say hi. Viola. Say hi, Europe. Aquí, en el micrófono. Can
3: you say hi? Don't be rude.
4: Ella es veces. Oh, so rude.
3: Wow. Okay. Wow. See wow. how the squishies turn out.
4: No pidas postre. Hello?
3: <laughs> Hello. Okay, bye. Close the door, please. We have privacy. Sorry anyway, for that podcast so, so, interruption. Sorry.
4: So so anyway, so yeah, I'm not a great nurse. That's, that's the bottom line, guys,
3: and... and... But she was so happy to brag about it before going like, oh, my God, I'm going to tell everybody, wow, I'm double. This is so difficult. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to take care of you. I'm prepping for it. You know what happened, guys? Zero compassion.
4: Eric Eric said to
3: me, I have this back surgery that is possibly
4: life-threatening, so I'm going to be out of commission for three weeks. And it was all very intense. You know, he was freaking out. He had a lot of anxiety because of the surgery. So I prepped myself for a husband that was going to come home and be in bed like a vegetable and i was going to do everything so i was ready to go wartime i was like a vegetable
3: wow so you're prepping for me to be dead (laughs)
4: no like like paralyzed you had freaking back surgery so if it's me because i know that i have zero tolerance for pain and if i had back surgery i'll be in bed all day long so to my surprise eric walks in and he is like not perfectly fine he was being like walking slow but this guy walked a mile the next day he's cooking for himself he's He's doing homeschooling, he's doing everything like a hero, like nothing is going on. So to me, I was like, Oh, okay. With zero
3: support and love and pat on the back and
4: Who was cooking all this entire freaking entire time?
3: About me. You'd be doing that anyway. That's something that you had to do anyway. I've been busting
4: my ass zero Like crazy.
3: Compassion for her husband. So it led to I was gonna show compassion if you were gonna be bad, but
4: you were being a hero. Okay. Well anyways.
3: So so what's saving our relationship? Not this last week. (laughs) Um outside <laughs> of the,
4: is becoming tough.
3: outside of this last week it's been fantastic. Yeah. This last week a lot of um blind spots were revealed.
4: And this is this things is things that
3: people need to work on because oh at the God. end of the day, everybody's got their things. And she always says our daughter lacks a little compassion chip sometimes. Well, we know who she got that from.
4: Yeah, maybe she got it from the Sanchez side. It's very possible. It's very possible. All right. You know what's funny, guys? I was telling our friend <laughs> right out of the other day. So, Eric, this is what's funny with Eric, and that's why I also get, like, bitchy, because Eric is, like I said, he was carrying on, like, making phone calls and dealing with spectrum. and
3: Because I have to. Somebody because, has to. Yeah,
4: because you have to. But this is Eric. So, Eric is talking to somebody on the phone, some, some person, right? Perfectly fine. The tone of his voice is perfectly fine. He's in charge. Even though he's medicated, he's sharp. Incredible, right? And then hangs up the phone, and then when he talks to me, he goes... Eric, I can hear
3: you. That's because I'm annoyed with her, not okay, because I'm again. Okay.
4: I'm going. You were talking on the phone perfectly fine, and now you talk to me kind like of, you're dying.
3: Kind of like, like a you, show, like kind an actor. Of like when you complain, oh my cramps are so bad, I'm so miserable, my 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 body's so bloated, I, I feel horrific. But when you're with your girlfriends, you're on your phone, you're on your meeting calls, you're out with anybody else but your husband, you're like, bah bah bah, laugh laugh laugh. Come home, no, I'm not miserable. I'm not. Doesn't want to talk. Does not want to be touched, and I say, "What's up? You were fine two seconds." So oh, yeah, because I had to. So same thing. Okay. Thank you very much. Got
4: it. Okay. okay. Got Got next it. No, question. Noted, Eric. Noted.
3: One one trait about your partner that you would change and why? Perfect. We'll be writing the same thing. More <laughs> compassion. That's what I would change.
4: Okay. One trait about your partner that you would change, and why? Eric can be very controlling. He doesn't know he's controlling, but he's like, he's so, he's so, um, I don't know, I don't want to say the word alpha. He's so.
3: <laughs> I am. I'm very type A and I like to do things well, regimented. I am, I am type A as well. No, but but I'm you, very you're regimented. Very, you're very regimented. You're floater, type
4: can you move this thing over here? Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. Can you move it? Do You remember to move it. Did you move it? Okay. And he will ask you 25 times and he's like, dude, is a lot. I am going to move it when I want to move it. So, a lot of it controlling. Other than that, he's perfect. Ross, have you ever wanted to get rid of your accent? Oh
3: Lord. oh, Lord. How do you answer that for all the people that what, are Puerto what, what, Rican what you, that support you and love you and, and love their accent? How do you, you answer that? What do you think about I think, it? Rosalyn, you know me very well. I think, this is what I think. I think accents are sexy as hell. I think they're beautiful. I don't think she should ever lose her accent. Do I think Roslyn would love to be able to drop her accent and do an American accent? When it comes to work, if that was required, yes. In everyday life, no.
4: Yeah, you're absolutely right. He nailed it. So I don't think that I want Well, I would. I you shouldn't would never say that. want
3: to lose your accent.
4: I well, when I started in the business. No,
3: as a human, as a person, you should never want to lose your accent. It's no, what defines no, you, who you are. A
4: hundred percent. I love my accent. I learned to love to fall in love with my accent because I'm not going to lie. Um, because of what I do for a living, I'm an actress. It's been super limiting. And you I you told everybody that episode um,
3: 25 that you're an actress.
4: Okay. <laughs> Maybe we have no listeners that they don't know who I am. <laughs> Anyways, Rosalisa, she's an actress, kind of an actress. Anyways, so I'm not going to lie. Uh, uh, it's been very limiting. And I believe, I truly believe that my career would be at a completely different place um, if I didn't have this accent that I cannot get rid of. Um, For whatever reason, you know, I moved to the States when I was (laughs) already an adult and adult and it's been proven to be able to I learned the language very late in life. So it's difficult. So there was a part of me at some point that I was like, I I can't stand it. I will walk into auditions and apologize for my accent before even starting the audition. It was just brutal the way I was sabotaging myself. until One day I realized it is what it is, what it is. It's who I am. It, it makes me unique and everybody can just suck it, you know, um, but it, it, it's been it's been difficult. I have spent thousands and thousands of dollars trying to to get rid of it when I when when I have to. And and I just don't have the ear or, or the ability. But bottom
3: line is you would it. never want to lose it as, as yourself. No, it's mm-hmm.
4: who I am. And I love my accent and I love being Puerto Rican. Yes.
3: All right. What's one thing you've had to adjust from your partner's culture? Huh. Well, honestly, for me, I've had I'm so proud of my partner's culture and I'm I'm just I, I actually love it. I try and push it on our children. And let's be honest, I you can argue and get mad and get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I push our children to speak Spanish even harder than Rosalind does. Oh my God. If it was me, they would only speak Spanish in our household to Rosalind. Oh, that's great!
4: Because you and you would to, not understand anything.
3: I don't care if I don't if I don't understand when they're talking to you. To okay. me, they talk in English. To you, they talk in Spanish. So as far as my partner's culture, I love it. I fully embrace it. I'm all about it. Um, Good, thank
4: you so much. The
3: compassion ship is not a cultural thing. That's Rosalind Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs>
4: wow. So
3: that I haven't embraced. Wow. She needs to work on that one.
4: Tengo que ser más... <laughs>
3: So what would you, about my culture?
4: Compassion. ¿Cómo se dice compasión en español? Se me olvidó. Compasiva. Tengo que ser más compasiva para mi marido. My I don't know. Oh, oh my Jordan. God. I know. He's I obsessed with some new Jordans. Jordans. He's upset. That he, he can <clears> buy <throat> Jordans every single day. It's ridiculous. But if I buy a purse, you freak out. Anyways, so what, what is the question? What's your...
3: What's one thing you've, you've uh, had to adjust from your partner's culture? Is my family too loving for you? Because my family is very loving. <laughs> the family too my family is very loving, very <laughs> your family, huggy.
4: Your family must must think that that I'm an acid. Very, I love you. You know what's you. so sad? You know what's so sad? My Yesterday. family's a
3: chatterbox. You know
4: what's so amazing? You know what's so amazing? Like so, Gwen, Eric's mom. Everybody knows Gwen because we talk about Gwen in every single podcast. So Gwen is here.
3: She's our lifesaver. She's our lifesaver. She was the compassionate one taking care of
4: me. Oh my god! Oh my god! You're making me look. Horrific. And I've been taking care of the home while you were um in the treadmill for I home, home
3: had a big surgery. It's good.
4: Listen. Anyway, so 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 um when is he helping us? Um in the afternoon after the nanny leaves, right? So we can just because he's been injured with his surgery. So she's helping and then she's gonna say goodbye and blow drying Sabella's hair and she gives Sabella a kiss. Good night. I love you, mommy, and then says, Good night to me. <laughs> And we don't kiss, and it's so funny because no, she wait. knows, like Gwen knows, that I'm a bit of an ass, no, and I, I just don't, right and now, I just don't. I'm not a kissy kissy type of person. I don't think person. that had. A, I
3: honestly don't think that had. I thought to it was do. funny. I don't think that I
4: respect it. that. I know it's me. She would love I, to hug me and, uh, and kiss me. I know that love to. have
3: nothing to do with that, most likely. What? A. When we all as adults say quick hi and bye, we see her all the time. So it's kind of just like, okay, bye. See you later. It's, it's quick. So you
4: think it's a grandkid because
3: it's, it's a grandkid. I think oh. it's just like we say hi and bye. Even my mom and I don't always every single time. Usually we do. You but do, also right now, do, do. but because of the the COVID situation, even though she is coming in our house, I've still been super heightened and afraid yeah. of getting too close with her because I don't want you know anything at all to happen yeah. to her. I would die. So I'm constantly... Aware of that, and I think she's aware of that with us too. As adults, that we got we are it, keeping our it. distance. I just out.
4: thought, it may, going, this but so I think funny. in
3: general, my family is extremely more affectionate.
4: Of, of course,
3: and that's probably right yeah. for you.
4: Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm learning to embrace it, and I've been with you for what more than fourteen, fifteen years. Oh, learning to embrace. Well, I'm still an acid, but my family is an acid. A little more <laughs> affection. A little more affection. <laughs> little well, I don't you know, Pito my oldest brother, and Georgie. Actually, my brother's actually Frank very was super, loving yeah, it. Frank brothers is brothers. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm the one that is the, the most acid, but uh, because I'm like mom and dad.
3: Sorry. That's what I got. I'm learning. Okay. Um, <laughs> lucky me. Learning, learning okay. on the job. All right. Does Eric know all of the boricua? curse words to defend himself during a fight <laughs> yes i know them all every single one of them
4: it's so liberating guys when you say <laughs> it's
3: one of my favorite stories about rosalyn's <laughs> dad is when we when I, my first trips to puerto rico we were driving by one of her sister-in-law's big uh, she had a big ranch big chicken farm and her, her dad turned to me and said eric do you know what that is I said, "No, no, no! What is it?" And he goes, pollo con cojones."
4: That was, <laughs> like, was a, a lot, lot of <laughs>
3: f***ing chickens. <laughs> that was one of my first memories of her dad. I know. Taught me one of my favorite sentences in Spanish.
4: Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, he knows, but you don't use them in context. Like you don't fight with me, and then you say a, a, a Spanish curse word. No, you don't know usually. how to do that. You have not to know how to do that. I'll start. I'll crack up laughing if you do that. I'll be like laughing. That my, and, and my end
3: fights faster. I know? don't.
4: Who gets the most? jealous <clears throat> oh we talked about this eric gets the
3: most jealous. yeah it's probably me i mean Rosalind can't act jealous free she definitely has a jealous chip in her but i'm probably the one that's a little bit more jealous neither one of us are extremely jealous which is good we're not like i don't think either of us are super over each other's shoulders at all times but if you were to tip the scale probably a little bit more towards me
4: i observe i observe and don't say anything and until then she I explodes. explodes i observe have you ever been jealous over your significant other being on with another co-star in a movie TV show?
3: I mean, we you bought, have, are we you joking? Bought, yeah. You have like, you yeah, we bought, we bought, no, I no, haven't. I'm not, I don't I get jealous. I've never
4: given you because of any co-star. I don't
3: get jealous of the co-star. I get jealous of if I see behavior and in the way that, Rosalind tends to have, and this has happened many times even outside of co-stars, this, well, let's call it naive chip, but I know she's not I think she's smarter than that. So you can claim naive, but when a co-star is doing something that's inappropriate, it's very safe and easy to play the naive card and be like, oh, I didn't realize that's what he was doing. And us as guys, and you say this about women too, I can tell what men are all about. You can tell what women are all about. So if I see something and I see you with a naive card saying, oh, I didn't realize he was doing that, then I get a little bit upset and I get more worked up, and then it can snowball. Cause I tend to get a little bit more heightened in that situation. Sometimes it is hard to read for sure. If intentions are what they are by a co-star and sometimes it's very challenging because we're in a very tricky business and rocking the boat in the wrong way, which is not so bad anymore since the me too movement, but rocking the boat in the wrong way can change the entire dynamic of a job, especially for a woman. Right. Yeah. It's very tricky. Yeah. That's it. So- short answers.
4: Yeah, I don't have a lot to say other than that other than he's the the you've done it. Yeah, you've done it. And with me I, I've never given you problems. I just observe. I observe. I observe everything. I grew up with three men in my house. I have three brothers, remember that. Anyways, and I do know that women um can be very tricky. So I observe.
0: I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: at PurdueGlobal.edu.
4: Ross, what is your next project as a director producer? Um, I am. I was about to shoot a movie in Puerto Rico, guys. It's going to start June 15th. Called Get Gomez, and there's this this whole COVID thing happens, and it's been postponed. But we're in the middle of casting. It's a big comedy. It's my first time directing a full feature after Sato's, my short film that it was my directorial debut so I'm super excited I I am beyond excited about that and then I'm also this COVID-19 situation the quarantine has made me very creative I guess so I am pouring all this this stories that I have in my head into this script that I'm writing about four women and I am it's a comedy and it's coming along I mean at least I think maybe somebody else will read it I'm Think it's it's terrible, but I think that it is so good, and I'm mega excited to to raise finance and and get going with this project after Get Gomez because I think it's going to be a phenomenal film. That's what's happening with me, and then of course I would love to I want to go back to TV.
3: I'm supposed to be in this movie too. I suppose if she gives me the role, I'm
4: I'm, re, I'm both movies. You have a, a role in Get Gomez, and you have a role in, in the other one. It's in Spanish, so Eric is going to be speaking in Spanish for this. He he plays a gringo, but. He, I want him to speak Spanish. So it's going to be all these ladies that love you from Puerto Rico are going to be so excited that you're going to be speaking Spanish.
3: Well, we'll see if she gives him the part. I don't know. She's Uh, a tough director. I might have you
4: read. I might have you audition, but yeah, I can give you. I can give you the part. And then, Eric, it says, Any word on The Rookie Season 3?
3: You know, honestly, we are all waiting just like um, all of our fans. The good thing is, our ratings have been spectacular. I know, um, I, I truly believe the show is really good and the network is very happy with how the episodes are turning out. I feel incredibly optimistic, but no, unfortunately I do not have a straight up answer yet, but I think in the next few weeks we will all hear and I'm going to keep sending out those good thoughts. And I think we're in good shape. Would I ever go back to days of our lives? You know, they, at one point they had talked to me about coming back for something. I wasn't available. Yeah, sure. If something came up and it was, um, you know, for, for some kind of a short stint to reignite a story or something for fun. I would love to see everybody there. I've had some of my, you know, best experiences working on that show. And um, it's such a loving environment and great people. So, sure, I would love to, you know, pop in and say, hey, and do something fun with them.
4: So the answer is yes. I tuned out for a second. The answer was wow. yes. Wow.
3: She tuned. We're sitting not, was, even, not even six inches <laughs> apart. Not even six inches apart, crammed in a closet. I was thinking about something. And she tuned out for a second. That is my life. <laughs> People, that is my life.
4: So Holy I was, sh- I was thinking it was something. So the answer is yes. We, I don't you, know. You listen back? to
3: the damn podcast. Okay, You'll find I out.
4: listen to the podcast. That was oh funny. If you were an actress, what do you think you would be doing?
3: I think I've said this before too. I, I think, look, my dream job at one point was to be a doctor. Then a firefighter. True story, right before getting Days of Our Lives. I'd already been studying acting and I was doing different things, but I also, I'm always like having more irons in the fire. And I was almost done with the process of the LAFD um, hiring, Fire Academy. I was like two steps away from joining the Fire Academy. So I would have loved to have been a firefighter paramedic, even though funny enough, Tim Bradford on the Rookie can't stand firefighters or makes fun of them. So that's kind of funny. And I have a lot of firefighters in my family. So I would have probably been a, a paramedic. You?
4: Um, I, if I wasn't an actress, um, uh, I have no idea. I always said that I would like to pop pimples. So I would be like an but no, not oh. that. Um, but I love popping Dr. pimples. Dr. Pimple Popper. Like popping pimples. And I would be probably a, a manager or a producer. A manager. A momager. She'd momager. Woo. I'll be the best. I don't think momager. she knows what she'd do with
3: herself if she wasn't an actress. <laughs> she is always a performer. Oh Always a performer. <laughs> Rosalina Sanchez. actress.
4: <laughs> actress. Okay. El <actriz>. okay. <laughs> uh, this is a loaded question. Have
3: you ever had a fight that you thought could end your marriage?
4: <clears throat> Do you remember one specific? Listen,
3: no. Here's the thing. I mean, I'll answer. You want me to answer this? Yeah, you can answer. We've had some really great knockdown, dragout arguments that have lasted and strung out for, you know. Like this week? A week, sometimes two weeks. I'm a big, you know, again, I have a psychology degree. I'm a big fan of therapy. We've gone and met with therapists over things. We both have been married and divorced. In this marriage, two kids, we vowed to each other to fight through thick and thin. I don't think in our heart of hearts, we've ever sat there and said, okay, this fight could end the marriage. There's definitely been fights where I think we both could, would have been like, can I just go stay at a hotel for a day or two and take a break? You have never said that to me. No, I think in our minds we probably oh. thought that like I, we could take a break from each yeah. other. But we've never I don't I don't believe at least and you can answer differently. But for me, I don't think in my heart of hearts, there's ever been one thing where I'm like, yep, this could end the marriage. I think we've been through too much in our past and in our relationship that with our two kids, we're ride or die.
4: Well, for me, I've had two in...
3: I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> wow.
4: No, I'm just kidding. No, After I don't am remember. After
3: my touching... Sentimental.
4: It was beautiful. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't... No, never. I think we've had problems, you know, um, and yeah, and, and post... Children, I think, more more loaded because you know kids bring a whole new level heightened reality uh, for marriages. It's you no know? longer
3: about us. It's exactly. about them.
4: Exactly. Um, we've we've had some some issues, but I've never ever be like I'm done here. I just went out. No, never.
3: And honestly, the more sex we're having, the happier we always are. If we're having sex all the time, we're never getting divorced.
4: This is the thing with with Eric. Eric, everything is resolved um, with sex. Funny enough. Are all men like that? Pretty much,
3: man. Pretty that's much.
4: so funny. It's Ooh. so funny because I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was saying that they, they didn't have what's, sex what's for like the, a month, right? And then that night, the night before, they she's like, let me just do it. And they had sex, and he's been an a-hole the entire month. And then they had sex. And the next morning, he was peaches and cream. He yeah. was so great. That she was funny.
3: There's like a joke that's going, that goes around. With men, we're super easy. Full stomachs, empty balls. Ugh! <laughs> what? Full stomach and empty balls. That makes every man happy. That is disgusting. <laughs> I mean, they eat.
4: Barriga contenta y bolas vacías y el hombre está feliz. Oh, my God. You're we are that your, simple. You are out of your mind. We are so that what about simple. women? We like, we like well, full, full stomachs, stomach. I'm bloated. <laughs> I feel
1: like shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Not too full of a stomach because then you're going to be bloated and crampy and you're going to be miserable. <laughs> I want
4: flat stomach, empty stomach, and and full mind. Okay, that's what I need from you.
3: Yeah, that's that's almost impossible. Every time you eat, (laughs) I feel like. Every time your mind is full, no, I don't want to do anything else. I'm too distracted. So you better give me more than that.
4: Okay, do you always know you want kids? If not, what changed?
3: I definitely have always known that I want to be a dad. I've always wanted kids. I didn't know I was going to have two kids. I was an only child for the most part. So for me one kid you was, to have one was kid? I would have been fine with one. Oh no way. Um, now having both these, these two little rock stars, I love them to death. I can't imagine life without both. Um, but I always knew I would be a dad. Like I have this paternal thing in me. Uh, I devote my life to it completely. Like it's, it's the biggest thing that I think that, that completes what I feel like I need to do accomplish in life.
4: You know, what was interesting. I, I, to me, it wasn't like a requirement. I, I didn't know. And then I, I went through a many, many, many years. I think most of my life saying, I'm not going to be able to have kids. I'm not going to be able to have kids. I repeated that repeated that to myself so many times. That is interesting how life manifests itself because then we had a lot of issues to, trying to conceive. You know, we had to use uh, fertility treatments. Um, and I wonder if part of that was for me for years putting out in the universe, I'm not going to have kids. Because I had, had so many problems growing up with endometriosis which is a, a condition, guys, um, that can cause fertility. And my periods have, have always been brutal. Um, and I was I remember when I got pregnant with Isabella, with this dear friend of mine, which is funny, a Maori, mm-hmm. said to me, this is amazing, because I remember you, that you were convinced your entire life that you were not going to be able to have kids. And I'm going, I know, this is such a miracle. So I wasn't sure. And then I met Eric, and then we were together for three years, married for three years, and... That's all I wanted. You know, it go to the point that uh, that's all I wanted. I want to be a mom. I want to get pregnant. And then the same thing. Then we had Sabella. And then the same thing with Eric, with Dylan. He was okay having just one. With me, it was like non-negotiable. I was like, I'm, I come from a big family. I don't want this kid to be an only child. I need to have another kid, even though I was 44 years old. Um, and we did. And it's been incredible. So the biggest blessing <clears throat> in the world. Do you think it's better to live together and not be married? And how important is it to live together before getting married?
3: Uh, you want, am my answer first. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Do I think it's better to live together and not be? I, you know, I don't, I don't care on that situation. I have uh, some very close friends that have been living together and are partners, and they've been together for t- over twenty years, two kids, and they have a kick-ass relationship. I'm sure they have ups and downs, but they have a kick-ass relationship, and they don't want to get married because they feel like why why fix something that's not broke so I don't care if, I guess if you live together and you're not married it's I'm fine with that do I think it's important to live together before getting married unless you have some major religious reason that you you know you can't or shouldn't I do think you learn a lot about somebody when you live with that person and you can experience what it's like to share space with that person um, I think it's incredibly valuable otherwise I think you will it's not impossible to, to do it after getting married, but you will definitely, um, it'll be, I think, a little bit more of an uphill challenge. You'll, you'll learn a lot fast.
4: How long did we live together before we got married?
3: Well, we live, we only lived about a week. We you know, only lived a mile apart when we met. So we, once the relationship was serious, we were pretty much together uh, all the time, I would say, for the most part. But it's still, it's different staying at someone's house, being over at someone's house before you actually move all your items yeah. in and you're living at someone's house, um, I think it's a big difference. But I would say we at least had a year and a half, probably.
4: so you you would be comfortable if 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 Sabella at whatever when she's in her mid 20s or whatever late 20s says that I'm moving in or so and so is moving in with me before getting married. Yeah. as a dad,
3: how would you feel? No, I mean, if 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 I like the guy and that's and she feels like it's they've been dating for a little while and they're very serious with each other and they I, mean, I can't even talk about it right now I can't, yeah. I can't think that far ahead it drives me crazy, um but, uh if she was in love with somebody and mature enough and she was at that point in her life. Yeah. If she wanted You'd to live with fine. her. Yeah. If she, if she felt like this was somebody that was going to be long-term, like they were headed in the right direction, yeah, it would be fine.
4: You know, I grew up very traditional in many ways, but very non-traditional in other ways because I left my my parents, you know, when I was very young to move to the States. And, and usually my generation, you leave, uh, well, a little older than me, you leave home as a daughter when you get married. You know, that wasn't my case. But when it comes to now that I'm a mom of a daughter, it's like I want to go back to being traditional and I'd rather her just leave us when she's getting married. But that's not going to happen because kids nowadays, they grow so fast and she cannot wait to be 18 so she can get the heck out of here. She says it already. Yeah, she <laughs> really ate. wants she to be an adult. She already says, I can't wait to be 18 so I can leave. Oh my God, I want to slap her. Anyways, wow, that's aggressive. I want to slap her.
3: Podcast. For sure, I want to.
2: At PurdueGlobal.edu.
4: How did you know they were the one?
3: I do not know Rosalyn was the one. Well,
4: how, how did you know they were like? Yeah, how did you know I was the one?
3: Um.
4: Because you saw me, and you were like. Da, na, na,
3: na, well, na, na.
4: And everything went slow motion. How did I know that you, that you were the one hair, I wanted to hook up my with? Hair was that's different than good. how you are the one I, I wanted to marry? Wow, you're so classy. You're so romantic. I know.
3: You're so romantic. I knew I wanted to hook well, up with you the moment you, I saw you. It
4: took, it took you a long time to hook up. Hey,
3: I knew. I wanted it to, took
4: you a long time to hit it.
3: But I knew. <laughs> I knew I wanted to hook up the moment I saw you. So that's easy. Um Before I wanted to get. Before I knew, I wanted to pop the question. You know, I I knew within the first year that it was getting really serious. We were together 2 years before we got engaged. <clears throat> yeah, we were 2 years engaged 2 years together, 1 year engaged, then we got married after 3 years. Um I knew after I would say after the first year that it was going in that in that direction that this this could definitely work. And we also I think dealt some heavy cards to each other up front in the relationship so we could sort of work through difficult times what early. You like, you know, some people, it's all cotton candy and rainbows for the first couple of years and they don't really get into real topics or real issues right away. So when they finally get married or they get engaged, the shit, it's a fan and it's tough. I think we had some solid uh, disagreements and things that came up early on that we knew we could either work through or not. I remember, having, I remember having an early discussion right from the beginning. We're both super alpha. And I remember saying to you, I know you hate the idea of what you call being controlled, But at the end of the day, when two alphas get together, one of those alphas at some point in time needs to submit and take a side and be more passive. I'm not saying it always has to be the same. It should never be the same one because that's going to cause problems. But you can't have two alphas, as opposite as we are, succeed in a relationship if we're both constantly having to be the one in control and right. It'll never work. So one alpha needs to take a step back and submit in a situation at any given time for it to work and you were like bullshit not me never gonna do that it's
4: really it's but really to have you, a but we've it's done impossible it. we've done it we've done it to the point that some of my friends even go like i can't believe you're like allowing such and such a thing because they know me so well and they know that my instinct would have been f you I'm out of here. Don't talk but, to me like that and don't try to control me because I hate being controlled.
3: But if you believe... So
4: I've been able to navigate it with you because you're worth it. Number one, if I put things in a balance, I just go, you know what? Yeah, he's a little bit annoying but at the same time, I'm wow. controlling but he has inc- <laughs> he has incredible qualities that are more important. But that's this why is, I suck it up. This is I what I try to forward.
3: explain all the time to her. It's not about being controlling. It's not about any of that. It's if you value the person you're with And that person makes you a better person. We have to step back and say in any relationship, I don't know everything. I'm not perfect. I don't don't have all the answers. If you trust the person you're with and you give them enough credit that they're doing things that could actually make you better, then it's okay to listen, step back, submit, and let them control a situation that might actually make you better. You can learn From someone guiding you and taking control of a situation versus always having to dictate it your way. It's
4: difficult when you feel when you have when your truth becomes. I feel like I'm being controlled. To be able to have the consciousness and the maturity, maturity to be like, he's actually making me better. When you get into that space of, "Ah," it's very difficult to be able to differentiate one thing from the other. Okay, let me ask you something. I I have a
3: perfect example, really quick.
4: Oh my god,
3: I'm I'm very frugal. She calls me cheap. She's a spender. Blah blah blah. When we first met, I would say, Raz, you gotta settle down. You don't need to have another major, you know, super expensive purse. You don't need two assistants. You don't need this, this, and this. I would try to help. Oh, stop controlling me, stop telling me what I can and can't do. At the end of the day, you're gonna make your own decisions. But if if you if you trust me and my opinion and my and you value my opinion, you think I'm smart. Instead of thinking I'm controlling you and you step back and go, maybe he's right. Maybe there is benefit to learning some of these things because he is a little more frugal and I am a little bit more of like whatever. Maybe I can learn from that. Yeah. It's not being controlling. But if you make it, if you're so worried about being controlled, then everything feels like it's controlling. Yeah. You can't worry about being controlled. You can tell the difference between being controlled or being helped.
4: Well, at the beginning, it always feels like controlling. When Especially then-
3: when you're very you come from that damaged sort of past of feeling like everything's trying to be controlled. Very much, very much. So therefore, I, I came in with an uphill battle.
4: Sorry about that.
3: <laughs> I'm
4: so sorry. Lo siento, lo siento. <clears throat> difícil que ha sido vivir conmigo. Mira, Ana, te voy a decir algo. Yo leí un libro. I read a book about a friend of mine. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's going to... I don't know if he listens to the podcast. Um, he's not going to appreciate this. What is Garain... Jones. He's a motivation motivational speaker, incredible story. And he writes about you need you need to make sure that whoever you spend the rest of your life with is your soul amplifier. Soul amplifier. That, makes sense. that was so profound to me because I was like, wow, that's what I want to be for Eric and I, that's what I want Eric to be for me.
3: Besides- you weren't amplifying my soul with that compassion this week.
4: No, well then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you stepped on my soul and killed it. Oh wow, that's
4: so sad. That's so sad, but, Eric. I apologize. But- After he was like going crazy and, and oh my god, it was so it was okay. crazy, guys. But I, at the end, when he uh, spoke his truth and I spoke my truth, then we met in the middle, and I said, "I'm sorry that I made you feel like that because I don't want to do that." I was very, I was. It was severely sorry that I made but you back
3: to your point. feel like that. Soul amplifier is very powerful. I wanted to be my
4: soul amplifier. Think And about I'm it. not? You can be.
3: Whoa.
4: No, you are. You are. But we, we need to be better for it. We need to be more of a soul mm. amplifier. It's heavy duty. Think about it. Soul, soul I... amplifier is not just going through life and he's my husband, I'm their wife, and we have kids, and we have labs, and we work, and we have a beautiful living, and, and, and we're good at what we do, and, and we have sex, and da, da, da. Soul amplifier. It,
3: it's... It's deep. It is deep, but it's also not, hey, Eric, I want to buy a ranch with horses. Ah, babe, we can't afford that right now. Dream popper. You're not my soul <laughs> amplifier. <laughs> no. You don't That's amplify I mean. my soul because my soul well, you says don't, you I don't. want a pasifino you know. horses. No, i like, ben, we can't you have you know, them you know at what, our house.
4: You know what's up? What you know what's up? up you a Ross, I love, I love your dreams. Let's work towards that. I love, since you're a I, little girl, you've always wanted to have Domingo, your white horse. Let's let's
3: work yeah, towards that I'm good with because that because
4: I believe you deserve it. But I am good with Instead that. of like you're freaking crazy you, you want, want a it horse? tomorrow. You know how expensive it is. I'm horse. You want it
3: tomorrow. Oh if if, we, if if she she wants the the a ranch in Ohio with a horse, she wants a dance studio and a bakery by tomorrow.
4: I can't make all that happen tomorrow. I'm going to have it all.
3: At you some you point. will. I can't make it happen now.
4: I know. I know. Anyways. Wait, I have to record All this right. one because this is, gonna, this is a good one. we do not start yet because we're, going, we're having a lot why of issues reporting? with this one. Not
3: really. We're doing pretty good.
4: Okay. Have so, you... No, start, start again.
3: Okay. Why, why are we starting again? We're live on our thing.
4: Oh, sorry. Go. She's
3: doing that for Instagram. <laughs> have you <laughs> potty trained your son yet? Yeah. Listen, we've been doing the three-day potty training book. Yeah. It <clears throat> hasn't... taken a week and been, a half? No, but he's been great. Hasn't been as easy as it was with Sabella. She was done within a day and a half, like so easy it was okay. embarrassing
4: Delang is doing great he, doing pee pee he, he
3: he pees on the potty yeah. all the time no mistakes even just last night i think we missed the boat because we didn't hear him call to go or we let him sleep too long but i think he's it was at them, seven in
4: the morning he peed again he's but he went
3: three nights though are yes
4: now the poopoo guys we need some help he is petrified of going poopoo in the potty he hates it he screams and he's fine with pee-pee, but not with poo so we need some advice, because it's been a week in the change, and it's been crazy, and he doesn't like but
3: it. But literally, perfect... So I'm
4: cleaning a lot of caca. A lot of caca in the legs, in the me limpiando caca.
3: But seriously, all day long, peeing on the potty, perfection. Yeah. Even through the night, pretty much potty trained. It, it, I mean, we don't have diapers anymore. Everything's thrown away. He's just an under is a a little underoos. Is He's diapers. just an under but But... Um, I would say the only thing is, is the poop. Yeah, he wants to go in a corner and hide. So
4: any advice,
3: and parents
4: that were able to potty, potty train the boys, because clearly the boys are more difficult. Sabella got it in two days. Help us here, because he is, um, yeah, le da miedo la caca. Le da miedo. He's doing good, though. I'm, very, I'm very impressed. He's amazing. He's amazing.
3: I'm impressed. Okay. Are there any measurable, noticeable differences in your ages now that 10 years have passed? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Any measurable nose? Oh, like in our ages, like the way we behave or in the way...
4: Any measurable differences? No, because I'm a little older than you.
3: Oh, like differences in our ages since 10 years? Because she... Yeah, I guess you were a little bit more spunky when you were in your 30s. Was I? And I was in my 20s. You had a little bit more pep in your step. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't as... Uh, you- you were as oh up, like throw the mouth guard in, the glasses on, and get in pajamas in bed, and just be like, "Bleh." You were a little bit more spunky when you were in your thirties. Oh, I
4: have two kids and yeah, difficult. a difficult. I have work. two kids and a difficult husband
3: you know? that takes a
4: toll on your body. Your difficult
3: mind. husband. Wow. Now she got this crazy ass mouth guard that blocks up half her mouth. Um, I'm
4: gonna. He took a picture. Do you know what's funny? I'm gonna post it. He took okay, a she picture of me. Chipped your teeth again. Because I keep grinding. Yes, it was awful. And anyways. Um, I'm using this humongous uh, guard that you guys have seen because we did a whole um, Instagram live with it. And he took a picture of me Super when I was writing, and my hair was wet, and I had glasses, and I had my my guard. And he thought he was going to embarrass me, embarrass me by taking this picture that uh, this is what you, this is who you really are. And I look pretty cute in the actual in the picture. I'm going to post it.
3: Go for it. Good for you.
4: Me parece como Betty la fea como ugly Betty, but cute. Anyway. What about with me? Any what of me? Where well, you become more and more immature.
3: <laughs> immature? Good. good. I'm
4: joking. No, that's I'm good. Joking. I take that as a
3: compliment. I bet you a lot of people would love the immature 43-year-old who likes to goof around and stay young and hip.
4: Ooh, good for you. Versus, hip. Versus granny. Hip,
3: guys, granny over here. Hip.
4: Okay. I no, no, i fine. Okay. I don't, I don't notice any difference. Right. You're still the same.
3: What personality trait of your partner do you wish you had more of? He's... Uh... What do you wish you had more of? Of my personality
4: I wish you I had your pain tolerance
3: really not my congeniality Mister
2: congeniality none of that none enough. of that pain you know tolerance you t- or your to and easier? you're very
4: no not at all um <laughs> uh, and you're very org or organized I mm-hmm. guess like anal? Hey, no no that's annoying yeah I wish, I wish I wish yeah, yeah. you are you are but I don't want to be like that
3: what you like to be <laughs> disorganized <laughs> I
4: wish I had your pain tolerance because I have zero and you're like a, like a he-man, like a superhero when it comes to pain. Wow.
3: Okay. I wish I had her drive that when I wanted to, when she wants to put her mind to something, she does it. And I have a lot of respect and admiration for that. I wish that I had that same drive that when I, you know, just said, Hey, I'm going to start writing a script. I could just do that. Like she, she can put the pedal to the metal quick for me. I, I tend to lollygag around it. For a while, so I wish I had that. Good. So um, I'm
4: amplifying your soul. You see?
3: Apparently, I'm not doing. Shit. Okay. Is it more important for a couple to have great conversations, lots of laughs, or great sex? I. Is it more important? I think all three. That's tough.
4: Great conversations.
3: Is more important. If I had to put these oh, in, wait,
4: lots of laughs. I think laughs too.
3: To me, the laughs and great sex. Amazing. More but, than great conversations. No, but great conversations too. I think all three of these, honestly, I don't know if there's an importance. I think all three of these things are keys to a great marriage.
4: But if you have to do an order, what would it be?
3: If I had to do it in order, yeah. Great sex. <laughs> uh lots of laughs and then conversations. Okay. That'd be my order, would you? All
4: right. To? Um just like that. Great conversations, lots of laughs and great sex.
3: The last <laughs> you know what doesn't work a lot of laughs during great sex because this one always seems to find it oh, like it's stand-up you know, comedy take, before we're gonna f- have sex and it, it ruins the moment
4: the best time that i have with eric is for whatever reason i have this tendency that when we're about to have sex i just start thinking about these random, random things but they're funny and we start laughing hysterical and but you we actually enjoy it. and we laugh for like fifteen minutes and then he's like well I'm a limb you're gonna have to do some work now because now I I, I, I lost well, I'm like come on get but, sexy be but fun we laugh I don't know why be I don't sexy know why. be fun this isn't, the best laughs we've ever had is like stand up comedy hour thoughts on accidentally right. farting in the middle of sex oh
3: and no I'm definitely trying to avoid that that would be, <laughs> that would uh, that would <laughs> well, drop. It, 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 like that two would, weeks ago, that would like dropped me limp. Like two quick. weeks ago, I had a bad drop stomach, me limp
4: and he quick. wanted to, and he wanted she, to have sex, and I
3: can tell you, Eric, I can't, I can't because I'm gonna die. she's I, she says, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like talking about this. <laughs> and
4: then you're like, go to the bathroom. Ear muffs. Ear muffs. Ear muffs. That was funny. I don't like talking you about that. You fought a lot. When I don't I was like talking about that. that. Earmuffs. earmuffs anyway, what's the you? best gift you Gross. have ever received from Gross. your partner? What's the best gift you have ever received from your partner?
3: um you surprised me i forgot what birthday that was maybe my 33rd she flew me to san francisco one of my favorite cities and we went to a restaurant for dinner and i had no idea but she flew in like 15 of my closest friends that all were at the restaurant to surprise me for my dinner and a weekend in san francisco it was bananas that was amazing that was incredible
4: I never forget your face because you opened the door and you started like tearing up and you were so. I tired. was shocked. It was
3: amazing. What about you?
4: Um, well, you did something. You did something like that for I me. Did a surprise party. A for surprise you, right? party, and it was that was amazing. At what is the restaurant? In on top of the Hollywood uh, Hills. At, to, uh, Yamashiro. Yamashiro. That was stunning. Um, I loved, love, love, love that birthday. It was beautiful, and also I think the the. Not the painting. Is it an illustration that you did of the family with the dogs? Oh yeah, yeah. Um,
3: I Brooke. did. Uh, uh, yeah, Brooke um, Hegel, We did that. She's a great illustrator for Vogue and all these magazines. And and I did uh, an illustration of our engagement photo. But I did it. This is actually for our wedding. That was our ten year wedding anniversary. For ten yeah. years later, I included all the dogs we've had that are alive and have passed, with both kids, included in this drawing, um, watercolor paint. Uh, recreating what we've accomplished in 10 years. Yeah. That was that. Strong, but you also strong, said, as far as birthday, you said, funny enough, uh, oh, that was best gift, I should best say. Gift. So that, that, yes. that counts. Okay.
4: And then I saw, Ross, I saw that you have curly hair. Is your hair relaxed, permed? I have curly, curly, curly It's called keratin. I have done a lot of straining through my entire life and Brazilian keratin and all kinds of things. That's why my, my, my curl is not the same anymore. But yes, I am naturally... Uh, curly kinky hair girl and um, yeah I I do I blow dry it and I flat iron my hair and people ask me how come you don't leave it curly more often and I say I'm so used to my hair being straight and my curl is not like my curl from before but yeah I grew up, people that know me from Puerto Rico that grew up that I grew up with uh, all through high school um my hair was curly all the way all the way down to my waist it was amazing
3: once she thought leaving the keratin in for 24 hours was a great idea because it would no, make I it straighter it for eight days for eight days and then she brushed her hair and like wads of hair fell and out.
4: i started screaming screaming for eric i thought i was gonna die i've been through so much with my hair but my hair is very talented listen guys my hair can be kinky <laughs> curly wavy beachy straight wow. i can do whatever i want with my hair so i'm very guess very so we're looking relaxed. for a
3: hair sponsor for the podcast. Not really, okay.
4: because they mess, they, mess, they mess with your hair and they Ra- start messing with your hair. Not really. Uh,
3: Roz, do you think do you think in Spanish, English or do you think in Spanglish?
4: Uh, you know what? I think Spanglish now. I used to think in Spanish and then translate. I don't think I think in English 100%. Okay. I think uh, Spanglish most likely. Yeah. And if I'm fighting, I get all tongue twisted and I'm definitely thinking in Spanish. So it takes me a, a, a while to uh, to respond coherently. Because it's difficult for me to translate immediately while I'm fighting.
3: Okay. And then.
4: What TV show are you binging right now, guys? It's all about succession.
3: Succession. How do you
4: say it? Succession.
3: (laughs) It's all about succession. (laughs) Did
4: I say succession? Succession. Succession. There you go. My accent right there. You say, I wish I would have known that. All about Succession.
3: succession. We are fully obsessed with that show. However, I keep falling asleep. No, not, it only
4: happened to you last night. For
3: the I got to catch up on that. But we're guys, like two episodes away from finishing season two. The show is
4: juicy. It's heady. It's very heady. But the acting is exquisite. You watch yeah, a show I like that and you, got, got, you go like, how can I be part of an ensemble awesome. like that? Why do I don't get material like that? It's because it's so freaking good. And that's all you aspire to to be and to do when you get into this business. You want to be on a show like that that is well-written, well-cast, where every, they travel the world. is visually stunning. is creative it's everything so how you say it succession, succession. So it's like phenomenal beta, beta. the
3: acting phenomenal like she said everything yes, she station. said it's it's the dream <laughs> it's like a dream job i, thought I was tiger king oh that's yeah, well, we no,
4: like tiger king, yeah. i was
3: a dream job i oh, obsessed with like i said we're two episodes away from finishing season two and we'll be caught up so I know. And then you that haven't to me, started then we're gonna do that to me. gotta see that
4: Dead to me is next.
3: Dead to me is not out this
4: season. Dead right? to me, are you coming? The second season is starting. Oh, it is? Yes, I oh, cannot wow. wait. I have no idea. Anyways,
0: hi, right, everybody. This thank was you, fun. Guys.
3: I'm glad we got to do this. This was pretty cool. Um, Again, you know, we always tell everybody if you have any questions or comments, please follow us at He Said Ayadijo Podcast. You can, uh, that's our Instagram. You can write your comments there or email us at Raz at iheartradio.com. Thank you again. This was fun.
4: Y prometo ser más compasiva con mi esposo bendito que está operado de la espalda. I will try. I love Did you. Did she just talk No, I didn't. Right. I said love something you. very sweet. See, happy Cinco de Mayo. Love you. Love you.
0: Subscribe to He Said Ella Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts.